Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kikan with Coco. If you are new to the show, welcome, and let me just tell you a little bit about it. Basically, it's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, guests, or family come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic is. And so today, I'm very excited about the guest that I have on the show today. Um, I found her on YouTube, but I think a lot of people are interested in the lifestyle that she lives. And so, you know, Dash, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and say what's up? Hey, y'all. Um, it's your girl, Dash. You know, that's how I introduce myself on YouTube, if you heard me on YouTube. Um, I am a lifestyle coach, a sugar coach, a glam coach, everything bossed up and yeah well thanks so that's a good intro but you're a professional so i wouldn't expect anything less so we're going to go ahead and kick off the show with a drink with coco and it is typically recommended by the guests and so dash's drink of choice is a vodka cranberry and y'all know i ain't no fan of vodka i'm a henny girl but you know, so I did a twist on the vodka cranberry. I did lemonade in it just to kind of like mask the taste a little bit. But I think vodka cranberry is a classic and all vodkas ain't made the same. So what's your choice of vodka? So my choice is Tito's, girl. Tito's is girl, just me one for when you, too. Now, if I do <laughs> when you don't need that hangover, Tito's. it gets you right, girl, because I remember one night, I know... I wasn't a little stupid with the Tito's and cranberry, right? <laughs> at least four to five at the club. But you wake up and you be good to go. Versus Patron and pineapple. That's my other drink. Patron and pineapple, you're going to be laid out the next day. You know? Thanks. So, yeah, if you need to get up, you need a good little boot up, it's the cranberry and Tito's, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the Tito's for me, y'all. Get some Tito's if y'all don't know what that is. As usual, like I always say, if you guys go ahead and try to drink out, which I'm sure y'all have had this before, you know, hashtag drink with Coco and tag Kikan with Coco in it. And, you know, just let us know what you think about the drink. So now that we got our drink going, we're going to go ahead and do the word on the street. So I'm like when reality TV culture first popped off, you know, you had your flavor of loves. Love what it what was a uh, New York show? I love New York. I love New York. Real chance of love. Real chance of Tila, love. Tila, all of them. At real, uh, real world, all that type of stuff. And so we had Bad Girls Club, which was like all these girls from around the U.S. basically self self proclaiming themselves as bad girls because they like to fight in the club and whatever. And I definitely used to watch it. And for so, sure. Huh? What? I said for sure. I think we all did. <laughs> and so Tanisha, if y'all remember Tanisha, Tanisha was the big girl walking around the house, busting pans around each other, you know, trying to wake people up because she was pissed. Um, and then you had Natalie Nunn, who called herself Run LA. <laughs> so pause before you even keep going. Which seat were, were they on the same season? I don't think they was on the same season. I, I think, think Natalie came was after. before. Yeah, Tanisha was okay. before Natalie. 
So, but, you know, as all of those early 2000s reality TV shows happen, a lot of those people are, like, famous, Instagram famous, or, you know, have some type of platform with the different TV TV shows, like, VA, or production companies like VH1, uh, Oxygen, TLC, you know, all those type of stuff. They all got some type of platform. Well, everybody is on this reboot. Let's do a new season, you know, whatever. So I guess they were, a lot of the Bad Girls Club people were asked to be a part of a reunion season. And Tanisha Thomas was all about it, like, yeah, I want to do it. And Natalie Natalie Nunn is like, no, we shouldn't do that. That's like being a house slave. And I mean, she used some other choice words, but she was like, that's being a house slave. Oxygen don't own us, you know, whatever. So, and so basically Tanisha and Natalie are going back and forth with each other about doing this reunion season. So how would you feel if they did a reunion season and what <clears throat> what are your thoughts on Tanisha and Natalie like going back and forth? So it's funny because I think I really just seen this on like one of the blogs, you know, Instagram pages like a few days ago. Yeah. But okay. Natalie, I don't know. Like I don't know how I feel about her. I feel like Tanisha, I, I respect Tanisha 100%. Tanisha was like a little hood rat on the show. Yeah. She didn't care. She was crazy. But you got to really think about how Tanisha evolved. Tanisha went yeah. from being this hood crazy chick to being the person who talks on everybody's reunion shows. Mm -hmm. She got her, I don't know if she's still with that man, but she had got her good man, had her a child. Yeah, I think doing her did. own thing. Yes, I think she is married. I just ain't seen no pictures because I don't follow her. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I know she had a baby though a few years ago. But Tanisha literally literally used that platform to give herself a new face. Yeah. You don't even realize that Tanisha was the one with the pots in the pan. Exactly. You know? So then you got Natalie. Okay, Natalie. <laughs> I I now, first of all, Natalie's husband fine as hell. So let's just throw that out in the air okay her husband is fine right he used to play football i don't know if he still play football he tall like yeah, he looked good mm. he looked good okay but um like i think they look good together actually and i like the way he's supportive of all the shenanigans she puts herself in but to me she personally seems like um i don't want to say a clout chaser but like she gonna do whatever she can to get some attention like, you feel me? When everybody started doing the OnlyFans thing, she made her OnlyFans. When yeah. Tory Lanez was doing his little um, quarantine videos, she on Tory Lanez busting it wide open to her yeah. man's song. Cool. You know, and it's cool your man supported because, you know, that's his song or whatever. But, like, I just personally feel like as a wife, you don't bust it open on another rapping rapping dude yeah. page. And don't get me wrong, it ain't nothing wrong with busting it open and dancing and twerking and doing what you do, girl. You know, I'm an advocate for popping shit. That's yeah, what I, I'm an advocate yeah. for. That. I'm an advocate for that. But it's just yeah. like you can tell when somebody doing it because that's who they are versus mm -hmm. somebody doing it for attention. Right. You know what I mean? So like, say for instance, everybody know Ari, um, money bag girlfriend. Mm -hmm. already been self-made already been crazy already been a twerker already been wild yeah so 
that's who she is. Everybody knows that's who she is. Yeah. But then you see somebody else doing it, and you're like, that is not who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, and then the whole thing with the Bad Girls Club reboot, I was very confused because she basically was trying to say that they should do their own thing outside of Oxygen or whatever, or mm-hmm. TLC, whatever it come on. Yeah. But you'll never get the same ratings as it coming on Oxygen when that was Oxygen's original thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll never get the same attention. You'll never get the same clout. And once again, I think that she was arguing with Tanisha because she wanted attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She knew that people watched Tanisha. She knew that how popular Tanisha is. She knows that, like, you'll never, you'll never stand out like Tanisha did on Bad Girls Club. Yeah. I didn't even know who you was until you branded yourself as something else once you got famous from the show. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so like, like, for me, Natalie Nunn, even on the show, rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I know... I, I gotta go. I'm gonna have to YouTube it. I, I need to see her on the show. Yeah. So, I feel like everybody, of course, you get on this show or in this house and you trying to prove your dominance over everybody else, but she just... It wasn't genuine... Like, it wasn't sincere. Just wasn't genuine to me, and, and that's the vibe. Like, that's like the vibe. Said, we know Tanisha from what other avenues that she's doing, but Natalie, I literally only see you on social media doing stuff for clout. Like, that's I it. don't see you doing no projects. You, I might see you posting you doing a club appearance or something like that. But as far as like having a TV platform, I ain't seen this. Sis. As far as being paid for reunion shows, as far as people wanting to see you again, people literally missed Tanisha. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not even gonna act like I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of neither one of them, to be honest yeah. with you. But if we talking, talking real, and we talking credentials, and we talking who got their shit together, it was it would have been beneath Tanisha, and it is beneath her to argue with her. Yeah. Why sure. are you arguing with her? Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that, that I, I, I've got to be clear because you know how people let us mess up your words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, that neither one is beneath the other. But it's like you have nothing to prove, Tanisha. Yeah. So you shouldn't argue with somebody who does have something to prove. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you, you've definitely outgrown that role as a bad girl. And so I can't see you doing something better than a bad girl's reunion. Right, right. Right, Natalie, this thing right weird. up your alley, sis. Yeah, this is her tea. Yeah, this is her tea, and this you know, if that's your tea, then it be your tea. But, like, as far as like arguing with somebody on the internet and everything like that, like, girl, just relax. Yeah, a lot of people need to relax. It just, it just the way that they kind of like escalated this, it wasn't even worth it. It wasn't, it was, and I was, I was shook because. The first things I was seeing, I seen that long post that Natalie made and when she um said the whole house yeah. map, whatever. What was it? She called a what? house in. Oh, say that again? A house in. Like okay, house. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. That I saw that post. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect Tanisha to come back wilding like she did. Like it you come back trying to say facts. It might have been the house got it. Because the rest of it was just like, okay, sis, okay. But yeah. that, I think that's what got her. That, and, and I understand how that would get her. But even to another situation, even to a certain degree, like, like, who is Natalie? Mm-hmm. Who are you? 
You know what I'm saying? That would be like me getting pissed at a random girl on YouTube who leave a comment. Who are you? Yeah. You know? So I feel like you still have to be a but like she said that because she knew that was gonna trigger you. She mm -hmm. wants the argument to go up because once you when you arguing with yourself, don't nobody care. Right. <laughs> but when you arguing with somebody else and it's clear, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you pay attention. I feel like I feel like all of what Natty Lee was doing was planned out, mm -hmm. which is smart from yeah. a business perspective, you know what I'm saying? But at, from Tanisha's perspective, she should have been more like woke, like pay attention to what this girl trying to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, don't know. I don't know. I think that's lame as hell though. I think it's lame as hell. Yeah. I mean, and I, I also think y'all both got kids. Y'all too grown to be arguing. Yeah. Say that again. I, I will watch it. I can't remember the last Probably the last season I watched, like the people on the last season I watched, I probably can't remember. But yeah, I, I think I would just like to see like who all they get to be in this reunion cast. I would love if they put the Claremont twins. I was about to say, what the Claremont twins on there? The Claremont twins and Jella. They Jella was like they little third amigo, uh -huh. and like they got into it. Some I don't know who I don't remember who they got into it with. I think it was some white girls. But they threw all their designer stuff in the pool. I, that's the last season I watched. That's the last season I watched. But yeah. I love to play my tune once again. That's another example. That's another example of people who use their platform and did something with it. Them girls, it don't matter what nobody say, no matter how plastic people call them, they are models now. They yeah. get paid by big brands. They was modeling for Yeezy. If you think that the check ain't cutting for the Claremont twins, that's once again, they not eating off their sugar daddies. Right. Sugar daddy money only goes a certain certain way. You feel me? It only goes and so, so like, they, right, right. So, like, the, you got to just think, like, I just feel like, once again, we know who the Claremont twins is. Yeah. We know who Dream Doll is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we don't, we don't know who Huh? Dream Doll was on Say that again. Yes, girl. But she was on Bad Girls Club. It's Tabitha, her real name, Tabitha. Oh, okay, okay. I think it was. I think it was before. It was before Dream Dog was born. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I need to catch up now that they bringing it back up. She looked totally different too. Yeah, I can imagine. She looks totally different. She looks she super. I um, feel like her surgery looked bad though. No, I think she looks bomb as shit. Yeah. Bomb AF. Like I love her. Um, I love how her shape look on her. Like mm -hmm. just period. Yeah. I was obsessed with her when she got her um when she made her YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And you could really see her for like who she really was. She recorded herself going to get the um the biopolymers taken out that was like making her she she had the illegal butt shots. It's okay. a video of her going to Columbia to get them removed. Mm. So that was good to I like Dream Doll. I'm gonna have to watch that. Mm-hmm. So now that we done yes, talked yes. about the Bad Girls Club, went down memory lane just a tad, you know, let's let's bring it to some more current folk with uh Summer Walker and London on the track. So I think I don't really like I mean it's my show is about relationships, so of course I talk about celebrity relationships or whatever. But I think I'm not a fan mm -hmm. of putting all the negative stuff in your relationship on social media. 
So the fact that, because you know Summer Walker has her little Finstagram uh, Galacta whore. But everybody mm-hmm. knows this is her Finstagram. Which is her fucking Insta. Yeah, that's her Insta. Like she, <laughs> she, she doesn't use Summer Walker for anything but promotion of music. Yeah. <laughs> so... Hey, you know. Instagram is the fence, then the fence is the Instagram. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But Correct. She, she pretty much just posted like she was single again. She said something like, it's the bare minimum for me, saying something to the effect of like, I guess maybe London on the track do the bare minimum as far as their relationship go. But it's kind of like, what do you expect? Like, yeah, he can buy you lavish gifts or whatever, but do you think he has the mental capacity to give you what you need emotionally? Because I think this is what that is going towards. Like, maybe he not paying you the attention that you want. You don't get as much time with him if you ain't in the studio with him type deal, you know? Right. I feel like, ooh, this is a good one. Okay, because I feel a few ways. I feel a few ways about it. Okay. So, first of all, I feel that Summer is very, very confused. Okay, Summer is a spiritual being. She was a spiritual being prior to becoming a celebrity, right? Mm. But the thing I learned about spirituality, because I'm a spiritual being, the thing I learned about spirituality is, like, everybody's spiritual spiritual experience is different, okay? So, I feel like... Summer kind of is stuck in a situation with somebody who isn't good for her on a spiritual level, right? Yes. But I feel like she is with somebody who can benefit her career on some next level shit. The music her and London make together is dynamic. It's everything. Like her last album, the one with the pink with the phone, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Epic. Fire. That was a good ass album. I listened to every song. (laughs) <laughs> but but if you hear her in interviews, that is not her. Yeah. That is not her sound. She hates that sound. She hates the way that people are wanting her to make music right now. And that's not who she is. So she's battling, personally, she's battling her spiritual self with her physical self because mm-hmm. she's not happy. Even though she has the money and the, the gifts and the this and the that, she doesn't have the spiritual connection that she needs with the world anymore because she's having to manipulate her music to what mainstream wants to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because of that, she looks for what she's missing in her music in London. Mm. But London can't understand that because London isn't a spiritual being. (laughs) No, London is the go get my bag type. You know what I'm saying? So he thinks that, okay, if I just help her make a few M's off an album and I treat her to all these nice gifts, and things that I know she never got what she deserved, then I could keep her around. Him not even realizing that she needs more. She needs a spiritual connection with somebody. Yeah. Like, and on top of all of that, as far as the whole putting your relationship on social media thing, it's a, it's not her wanting people to be in her business. I really don't think she wants people to be in her business. Uh-huh. I think it's a cry for help. Yeah, it's the way you she. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's a. Right. It's the way she really can get it out. And like on top of that, the first time they broke up and she and it all right, remember she posted this I'm single again thing. But yeah. a few weeks ago or like a month ago, she had posted like that she was single and how she was tired of being in relationships with people who bring back the memories of her childhood trauma. Did uh, you see that post? Mm-hmm. 
So that was her first time her and London had broke up like a few weeks ago. And then she posted a video with them back together and be like, I'm a regular person. Like, y'all not going to judge me because da 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 da. And then people was just like, well, you put your business out on the internet for everybody, you know? But it's not that she's putting her business on the internet. It's truly her trying to express herself in the best way that she seems fit. And it also makes me feel as though she doesn't have any real friends in her circle as well. Yeah. And think about it. You only always see her with London. Or, or like um, other female rappers like Malibu, Mitch, SZA. Yeah. They don't have time for her spiritual um, disconnections, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think SZA so might be the closest to it, but she still ain't there. <laughs> She still no, no. They still not on the level where she can really talk about everything she's feeling. And she probably Summer is also selfless, so yeah. she's not gonna. And think about Sis's career. Sis has been off the grid for a long ass time and finally making music again. Yeah. She's not fixing the cloud, Sis, with her like you know situations and what's making her feel some type of way. Because when you are a spiritual being and you are aware, so me as an example, I'm very spiritual. Me and my sister and best friend do readings for each other all the time, everything like that. But with me going through all this surgery, recovering and stuff like that, my mental and my spiritual connection and stuff has been off. Meaning yeah. when they do their, their readings and stuff, I'm not going to interfere and be in that reading because I don't want my energy to affect the good energy going on when I know my energy is out of whack. Yeah. So she's not going to bring her negative energy to somebody who's trying to develop in a positive way when they've been off the grid for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think that she just really don't have nobody. And I yeah. think that she, she like, um, she said, what is it? Vince to the internet. Mm -hmm. And then I think that London, I, I love, I love them together. Don't get me wrong. Even though yeah. the, I think their relationship is toxic as hell. Um, <laughs> I think he's very manipulative. Mm, and yeah. he knows that he he knows that he's the only one that she got. So he gonna always play with her and always come back. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think that's you, what you definitely broke it down. Cause I'm just like, sis, why you gotta put on the internet? You single again? Like, when next week or whenever you gonna be posting, y'all back together again? Yeah, they gonna be back together. They're mm. gonna be back together. And if they and if if even if she don't post. You need to know they're they're back together. Yeah. She if she stopped posting about it, it's just because she's tired of people's opinions on it. Mm. But that does not mean that they are not together. Um, back together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he made so much money. Well, they made so much money together. I. <laughs> you really think they're not gonna produce another album together? Oh yeah. Come on. I. You know I. I you know? feel sad. So, I can tell in her performances. Like, she don't want to perform. You know what I'm saying? And you being like, you know, this is not the type of music that she technically want to do. It make me sad because it's so, such good music. And so it's just like, well, what kind of music you want to put out, girl? It's right. Like, what? If you go I, listen to, like, even see you in Riot. Oh. Go listen to Riot. Huh? Or some, what is it, 32? The one with 32 in it? It's like... I think it's called 32. Or if you listen to Riot and you listen to 32 and then you compare it to Body or you compare it to um, the song with Moneybag, Real Love. Yeah. She sounds like two different artists. Mm -hmm. Summer Walker is Riot. Or if you go okay. on her TikTok, she does acapella music, playing her guitar, she'll just sing. That's mm -hmm. the real Summer. Okay. That's the real Summer. 
I'm gonna have to. But you can tell it's when she when she tri- without all that auto tune and extraness. You know, it's when she really just singing from her heart. Okay, so my first time hearing Summer Walker was um, "Girls Need Love" off of "Last Day of Summer." So I'm gonna have to look up what Riot is because that's okay. not coming up as an album on uh, Apple Music. <laughs> No, it's just a, it's just a single. Oh, okay. It's a okay. single. Um, and girls need love. Mm-hmm. Girls need love was good acapella, but if yeah. you go listen to it acapella on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then you listen to it in the studio, yeah, sounds totally different. Okay, cause it ain't even on that. Was that like was that on her album or? The right? No, song? like do you have? Apple oh, Music? okay, okay. I see, I see. It's on this clear video album. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm listen gonna... to that when you when when we finish this podcast, listen to that song and let me know what you think. You can tell the total difference. But that song is like deep. Like, yeah. girl, it's good. It's good. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Some picture you feeling. So y'all, if y'all want to hear different um sound to summer, go ahead and listen to the riot song because I will be listening to it when I get done recording. <laughs> but. I like honestly and truly I hope she can find some type of balance you know between her personal life and her music because she is a very talented artist her voice is amazing and I like honestly I think being in the entertainment industry like it definitely changes you because it does put you in a box where this is all people see you as so this is all people want to hear you know hear from you and so i hope she gets the opportunity to to step out but to me that's just like pink i think once she get from under london like once she finally decide to let that go like maybe she'll be able to do it because if you think about pink pink came out more pop kind of r&b style and then after that first album her sound switched to something totally different <laughs> right 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 mm-hmm. right I feel like she she's not going to survive in the music industry if she's continually forced to make sounds that she doesn't want to make. Facts. She's 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 gonna say fuck it. Like you like that's what's gonna happen. She yeah. don't give a damn about the money and shit for real. She care about her soul staying intact. Yeah. And she's not willing to sell her soul for fame. Mm-hmm. So which she shouldn't. She shouldn't. But you know you can't say that to most celebrities. They don't care. All they care about is the dollar, right? But once again, she's a spiritual being. She don't give a damn about money and all that shit. That's why all them gifts in London giving her don't impress her. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely don't. But hopefully, Summer Walker can can find her voice, do the type of music that she want. You know. I, like you said, I think her and London's relationship is a little toxic, but once she gets to a point, I, I just tell anybody, when she's sick and tired of being sick and tired, she'll leave. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, guys. So I know you are listening to an episode right now, but just a reminder, tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. Central to hear the newest episode. And even if you're not awake at that time, on your commute on Wednesday, you get to Kiki with Coco. And it's hump day. 
So you probably already ready for the weekend to start. So tune in today. Drink with Coco. Get you an idea for your people on the weekend so y'all can turn up. So listen, drink, and be merry. So now we're going to move into the hot cup of cocoa. So this week's Hot Cup of Cocoa, I'm super excited to do because I feel like there are a lot of people out there who are interested in being sugar babies or want to understand the dynamic of a sugar daddy and sugar baby relationship. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. This is my little experience with a sugar baby. I ain't going to say I was because that dream was real short lived, but I had got on this website, Seeking Arrangements, and Mm -hmm. I was in Hawaii at the time. So it's a lot of Asians out there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to open myself up to dating outside the black race, you know, if this is what I'm trying to do. And so um, I matched with this Asian man. He was young and he was nice looking. Because, you know, Asians do be nice looking. You know what I'm saying? Some of them sometimes. So... I'm like, okay, he's nice looking. I think I could do this. And so we matched and we exchanged phone numbers. And then, you know, we chit-chatting just a tad. And so I'm thinking like, okay, we're going to go out on dates. And, you know, he's going to pay me for my time. As time progresses, you know, it might turn into something more. I might have to give up a little sugar. I'm okay with that if that's what it comes down to. But... He fresh out the gate. He said, let me just be up front. How much? And so at first, I'm like, I don't even know what to say my price going to be. You know, so I'm just thinking. And I was like, I think he think I'm a prostitute. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, no, this ain't that type of. <laughs> I was like, this right. ain't the type of party. I don't think we on the same page. You know, I'm sorry if I wasted your time. You know, good day. And I kind of just. That, that was my one experience, and I said I was going to let it go. <laughs> so, because um, I'm like, I, I need to build up to that part of the relationship. I'm not ready fresh out the gate. You know, so, right. you know, do you want to talk about how you got into being a sugar baby? On these sugar sites, dating sites, whatever, wherever you meet your sugar daddy, the thing that I have come to realize is since, since I've become a sugar baby coach is that there's a difference and people don't understand the difference between a trick and a sugar daddy. Yeah. You ran into a trick, okay? <laughs> Tricks be on these sites looking for girls to just really just fuck on, just to keep it a, a solid stack. Yeah. They look for women who are going to easily have sex for a low amount of money. Say you had wrote him back and said $2,000. You would have never got a response back versus mm. a girl sending him 300 500 He probably would have went for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are the type you need to beware from, stay away from everything along those lines. Now, as far as me getting into sugaring, so, okay, it all start. excuse me, it all started when I was a freshman in college in Jacksonville, and <laughs> I had a teammate who was just real, real crazy, like, she was from Jacksonville, and she was into all kind of crazy, like, stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, one thing that she actually was doing was escorting. Mm. Now, I had a very naive mind back then, mm-hmm. okay? So I didn't know. Not I ain't going to say naive. I was never naive. I had a very innocent 
mine, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I didn't know what escorting was, like I didn't know what what it entailed, anything. I remember literally googling like escort. What is the escort? Da 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 da. And they basically put it out as like a woman is paid to go on dates for money and da 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 da. Yeah. So then as time progressed, like she telling me about different things, I'm thinking like. I don't want to be, I, I'm, I'm smart. I always, I always have thought from a business perspective, a money perspective, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an escort, meaning you're in an agency and you have somebody setting you up for dates with these rich men, whatever, because it's hella rich men in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Why would I go through an agency when I could find my own man to pay me head on and me not have to give anybody anything, right? Yeah. So that's when I was like, I just need a sugar daddy. You know what I'm saying? But then you make you make up the you hear the word sugar daddy in your head. You hear it growing up, but you don't ever really like think what is a sugar daddy? What do they do? Whatever. Yeah. So that's when I googled how to find a sugar daddy, and that's when seeking arrangement came up. So seeking arrangement is now seeking.com due to like all kinds of BS that's happened over the years. Yeah. But seeking arrangement was hitting back in 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Like how a lot of girls worry about scammers and this and that and um fraud people and stuff like that it wasn't like that back then it was very (laughs) clear clean to the point everything like that so that's how i actually got into sugaring um and the thing that was like tough for me was i played college volleyball right so i had to be very discreet because i didn't want like my coach or anybody to risk finding out yeah even though i had to be discreet that wasn't me saying that i had to like um like post pictures where it wasn't my face and stuff because people constantly ask me can i can i use um other people's photos or can i um not put my face in the photos girl crazy stuff like i'm telling oh, you i get the wildest questions trying to get this um, to see some money. he want to see what he paying for and what if he wants to facetime right then they, don't do? they don't understand they don't understand they just don't understand dude like and it's just it's so exhausting sometimes mm. but um, I never, I always had my like selfies, everything like that. Like I always showed myself stuff like that. But when it came to discretion, um, on dates, I would meet them at places where I knew that like nobody I would run into from school yeah. would be. So mm-hmm. say for instance, like one restaurant I always would go to, like when I would first meet them would be like seasons 52. If it's a high end thing, because a lot of the people who go to the college area, can't afford gonna go to seasons 52 they can't afford seasons 52 you know what i'm saying um i think benny hana was another one um and then if i'm really really trying to just stay far away i would go to like l house because l house was by the airport and nobody drives out to jacksonville airport as far as hell from like where we stayed which was on the south side by um the south beach campus Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how i got into it and, like, I had to be very, like, careful because, I don't know, like, in retrospect, now that I'm an adult, because I don't consider myself being an adult at 18. Yeah. So, now that I'm an adult and, like, know, like, right from wrong, like, my coach couldn't have done anything about that if, if from a legal matter because I'm 18. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm doing what it, what's legal. It's, I'm, I'm not doing anything inappropriate. I'm not doing anything to make the team look bad. I'm not doing anything to make myself look bad. Yeah. But... But back then, I was very scared. I was very afraid. And actually, my coach ended up finding out. That's another story. But, like, yeah, I was very scared of getting caught and getting caught up and whatever, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, 
Did you so in college? Would well, I don't think you were struggling like as an athlete. Y'all are pretty much taken care of. Yeah. Um, see, so that's and that's so okay. That's a great question, mm-hmm. and we can clarify that now. <laughs> like, I've never like lived off of a sugar daddy's money so like i get lots of questions and comments especially on tiktok and youtube like oh my god i need money so bad oh my god i need um a sugar daddy to pay for my tuition oh my god i have all these student loans oh my god i'm fixing to be um homeless like whatever that's not what sugar daddies are interested in they don't care about that they want a young pretty put together female that they can spoil yeah like and by spoil, you don't even want to use the term spoil anymore because that'll get you banned from sites now. But, like, they don't want somebody who they have to give a life to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They want somebody who already have their life together. So, like, for me, yes, I was on a full ride. So, I literally had, like, a check coming every um, semester just of spending money. Yeah. So, like, literally for me, it was just for fun. Like, it yeah. was, like, the thrill of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, um... And, and the easiness of it, like me and my friends going on, on di- not dinner dates, lunch dates and dinner dates for $500. Yeah. I'm sitting at, at Panera Bread with you in St. John's Town Center for $500. Why yeah. wouldn't I keep going <laughs> on dates? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing that people don't understand when people always be like, do I have to give sugar away? Do I have to? One, I need you to understand that you don't have to do anything that's going to make you in, make you feel uncomfortable with any man ever, okay? Second of all, people don't understand that men have insecurities. Every man has insecurities. And you have to understand the depth of these men that are on these sites. So seeking arrangement, for example, I'm not sure what the fee for the men is now, but I know at a time it was a minimal of $80 for men to just have access to see the sugar babies on the site yeah. versus for women... It's free. Yeah. So you got, you're dealing with men who are paying $80 minimum a month Mm -hmm. to look at girls and, and try to spend money on girls, or I guess in some case have sex with girls for money. You have to truly think from, once again, I'm always thinking from a business and technical perspective. Mm -hmm. What are these people going through in their life? that drew them to spending 80 to a hundred dollars a month on a membership to look at women that they might still never meet. Yeah. So the fact that you even question what you allow or what you're comfortable with, or, or you think that you have to do something like that'll make you uncomfortable just to get this type of man, you going at this shit all the wrong way. You're the one that's in control from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to teach girls. It's like, you are the you're the prize they try to make it seem like they're the prize because they're the ones that's gonna give you money or they give you a car or they give you this or they give you that like they have to do that for your attention yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like that's the thing that like i don't even remember what the question was but like that (laughs) that's like the basis like people don't understand like sugaring it all like one thing they that i have answered i know at least three times this week and i um mention all the time within the sugar baby group that i have to so have a group me chat okay is like a lot of girls are asked like um should i what should i say to this or how should i react to this and it'll be something super inappropriate right mm-hmm. so then i asked them oh don't let me go off of the whole um don't let me forget to mention the whole uh pay me and i'll pay you 
thing because yeah. that's like a thing that's going on with scams. They'll be like, give me $25 and I'll send you 5000 or something, right? But basically, say for instance, somebody says something just stupid, okay? But say they say something inappropriate, right? Yeah. Now, if you talking to a guy, say you meet a guy at the store or whatever, and you give him your number, y'all talking, and then he says some off-the-wall shit to you, right? Some some inappropriate shit. Your natural reaction is either going to be you're going to go off, mm-hmm. you're going to block him, or you're not going to text back. Right. So when a sugar daddy does it, sugar daddy in parentheses, mm-hmm. say that again? I said, I'm going for no text. I didn't hear what for Alex. <laughs> You, you you feel me? You're never yeah. talking to me again. You're getting blocked, boo. It's going to turn green when you text me, okay? Right. <laughs> so, like, you know, so, like, if if, if that happens, that's how you're going to react. Yeah. But then if a sugar daddy do it to you, they question taking that shit. For what, though? Why would he respect you if you know that the dude who, who the regular guy you met at the store doesn't respect you because he said that to you? Right. Then why do you think when a sugar daddy says it to it, he'll respect you? Mm-hmm. Like why Should would you- daddies try to target girls that they can manipulate mm. and girls who 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 are naive and girls who are thirsty for a dollar? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be even stronger with these men because if you can't finesse his son, then how can you finesse him? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and that's kind of like how I explain it. Or once again, like the whole like a girl. I promise to God, I get ten messages a day. Um, so I'm feeling really weird about this. Like this guy wrote me and he said that if I send him $25, he'll send me 500 or if I send him $50, he'll send me 3000. He sent me screenshots and like, I just really don't know what to do because it feels like this is a scam, but I don't really know. So I just really want to know what you think. It's to the point now that I don't even read the whole message. Wow. Wow. $25. Like, why am I giving you anything? And yeah. why are you writing me questioning whether it's a legitimate thing? So then I, I put them in this situation. Now, so now I either be like, what do you think? Like when they send, when they send it to me, my response would be like, so what do you think? Right? Because I feel like it's common sense. Yeah. But then another response, I'll say something like, um, all right, say you met this guy at Fresh Market, right? Y'all been talking for a while. Y'all get to know each other. He cool, you cute with him, everything like that, right? And then he texts you and he's like, babe, I want to give you some money to get your hair and nails done. And you're like, oh, gee, okay, thanks. And then he says, just send me $25 and I'll send you $500. What you going to say? No. Like, what you gonna say? $25 could be you doing. Right. You're going to be like, why would I give you money? Yeah. You just offered to give me something for my hair and my nails. So now why would I give you $25 to get that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can so pay my own like, with me. If that's the case, mm. so but so like when I be saying certain stuff, like people get offended, but like that's common sense to me. Yeah. And if you don't have common sense and can't think like that, this is not the game of the world for you, period. Yeah. Like, period. Mm-hmm. So it's just girl. Okay. Exhausting. So we, <laughs> <laughs> so we done kind of covered <laughs> how you ain't living off of your sugar daddy money, like that's play money you know so what exactly was your first sugar sugar baby experience like like was it a long-term situation was it just short term like how was that so let me think my very first sugar daddy my very first sugar daddy actually 
Um, it didn't go anywhere because we met and it was just like, he was weird. Like he was awkward, mm-hmm. but it was like for like a, a dinner. I got like $500 for going to dinner with him. And yeah. we just kind of agreed that like, it was just nice to have that dinner and just kind of deaded it at that situation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then after that, I was in a long-term situation with somebody. Um, now this was a big spender. I, I talk about that on my YouTube channel, like a difference between a little baller and a big spender. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want no man who got no regular job. Mm. Me personally. I, if I'm dealing with you, like if that, I'm going for a shit daddy, daddy, I don't want no regular job either. <laughs> I, I need your money to be long, sweetie. Because yeah. I'm not trying to ask you for two and three hundred dollars. I need a few thousand. Like yeah. that's how I feel, you know? Mm. So like if because you have to invest your time and your energy. That's what people don't understand. People think they're like, okay, this is another another part of the scam. Say, for instance, it's all these guys on you on Instagram that are like, hey, I'm a sugar daddy and I'm looking for a sugar baby. That's an obvious scam. Sugar daddies do not refer to themselves as sugar daddies. Ever. Okay. Ever. They think that that, like, they, they, they want to feel like they're your man. Like, they're, like you're in a relationship with them. That's how they want you to treat them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because if not, they feel like everything's fake and that you're paying for it or they're paying for your time and everything like that. And they just don't like to feel like that you know mm-hmm. so um damn ask me the question again because i lost my train of thought do you remember um so it was kind of like what was your first experience like and you said that okay 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 short term long term okay so it's a little bot little, little money big money <laughs> okay little spender big spender okay so this guy was a big spender um yeah. that i had met so like but the thing that was bit now and this is why i say you cannot be naive because to some this would have been very sketchy right but he was he had to be very discreet i to this day do not know what kind of career he had i know it has something to do with i think the school that i was going to um only because i saw like i don't know what the word is might be paraphernalia but like different things like they represented the school when i was with him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like um for instance we had these little towels um for volleyball that had like the um school name and stuff on it yeah and it was like a towel like in his car one day and mm-hmm. i'm like why the fuck does he have a sports towel like it's something that only people who play sports would know yeah you know what i'm saying like that that's from the that's from the um, multi-purpose room or whatever you know yeah so I don't, I still to this day don't know what his actual career was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew he had long money, long, like long, long. What if money. he was okay. just like an alumni of the he school? He could have been, he could have been, mm-hmm. he could have been. You know, I just still don't know why he would have had that towel. Yeah. Like it's literally a towel only like the sports teams would have. Yeah. Like the basketball team, volleyball team, baseball team. Mm-hmm. Like why do you have that towel? You know, yeah. but whatever. So like with him, he was very um, insecure. Mm-hmm. Like, remember how I constantly talk about you got to figure out what the man is insecure about. And, for. right, and you have to give them that. Whatever they're missing or whatever they're looking for is what you have to give them. Mm-hmm. And it's not sex. I'm not talking about sex. Yeah. It's never sex. Mm-hmm. Sex is anything to men. Everyone knows that. And I hope people understand that. If they don't, then I don't know what to say. But, um, Every man is missing something in his life in an emotional way. And yeah. you have to be that companion for them. You have to give them that. If you can give them that, they'll give you whatever you want. Yeah. And with him, I had to build a like relationship with him over months. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I'm dealing and dabbling with other um, guys going on lunch dates and different things like that. 
But see, the thing with me and the thing the way I was always able to do it without ever having to do anything from a sexual manner is because I'm very smart. Like, I can literally have a conversation about anything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, because of that, I was able to connect with them on a level that other women that they met from the sites weren't able to connect with them on. Mm-hmm. So, with this guy, I had built a very, very deep relationship with on a companionship level through email. Okay. So we would con- constantly communicate through email, like every day, like the same way you would take somebody is yeah. the way we would email. And then, um, the first time we ever met was father's day, 2015 girl. Mm-hmm. And basically he was very upset because his family, cause this man was married. I hate saying that, but he was married. Um, and, um, his wife and two kids were gone out of town to see the grandparents for Father's Day and I guess left him behind, which gave me the idea, once again, I'm always thinking, right. that he has a career that his wife is not cool with because how do you leave your your husband on Father's Day yeah. unless he's busy with something else and just doesn't want to go, you know? Yeah. So that was actually the first time we ended up meeting and we literally just talked about like how he felt about his kids being gone and um how he felt about um like his relationship with his wife and everything like that yeah and literally conversated with him for about an hour hour and a half and he gave me two thousand dollars cash cash (laughs) you know what i'm saying but the difference is i never brought up money with him yeah. I never made him feel like I'm talking to you because I want your money, even though we both know that's what the tea is, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I be trying to make girls understand is like when he, when he a real, like sugar daddy, I, I'm tired of saying sugar daddy because girls are getting to the point where they're putting sugar daddies in a category and acting like you don't treat them like normal men. You treat these people as though you treat anybody that you're trying to date, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So like, the, the reason I was able to get that is because I was just being a genuine person with him, listening to what he had going on, what he going through, what he felt like he couldn't tell the people closest to him, you know? So he wanted to make sure that I was straight without me having to ever ask, okay, I need this, or I need this, I need this. I never had to ask. And like, one thing I tell girls too, in my videos, this is very important to present yourself from the beginning to these men, the way you want to be treated. You know, you set your intentions from the beginning because when you set your intentions from the beginning, you don't have to explain this to somebody how to treat you or what to give you or what you want because they already know that's what you used to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like even when it comes to bios and um, your photos and stuff, when you take photos, you need to go out and go to the places that you expect to be taken to. Mm. You can't go to no, no takeout restaurant and take a photo outside the building and then expect him to take you to a steakhouse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or mm. like you wanna, um, maestro standing outside of Popeyes, <laughs> right? Period, baby. And we know how maestros um make you look. Okay, right. you you know what I'm saying. Mm. You gotta look like a maestro's mommy to be yeah. taken to maestros. Exactly. Okay, so ain't nothing on that menu less than forty dollars. So <laughs> you know, so it's like people don't understand. That's the person like. And, and, and see, an, another difference in me and other girls who teach sugaring or dating on this level and stuff is they teach women to play the damsel in distress. 
because men always want to feel needed. No matter what, men love to feel needed. They don't want to feel like they're dealing with somebody needy, but they want to feel needed. So right. women teach other girls how to be damsels in distress. Like, oh, I really wish you could help me with this. Or, oh, babe, I have to pay for that or this and that. I will never be the girl to get on the internet and tell you to play like you're in need of something from a man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you can make a man feel needed without sounding needy. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I teach women to be elegant and classy. Be a woman that a man will want to spend money on. If yeah. you can give that persona, even if you're not that girl, you can get that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like that. Uh, I like those. No. Movies, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm not the type, to, like, if I was to be in this situation, I wouldn't want to be that girl to be like, you know, I need to pay this bill or whatever. I would genuinely just like to spend time with you, do whatever it is that, you know, whatever you here for, that's what I'm trying to give you as far as, like, maybe you just want somebody to talk, you just want a companion, like, I'm here for that. And at the end of the day, if you give me some money, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? And a, and a lot of them, too, want want somebody, like I said, how, how um like how you said that you, you want to do whatever they need, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them want to feel young again. Yeah. So, with me, girl, I'm lit. Like, you know, you can tell, you can tell I'm lit. Like, yeah. I'm my own little party. Here, mm-hmm. okay? Like, when, once you meet a guy who's on this level, and you determine the type of person they are, determine what they're missing. So, for instance, one one um, long-term sugar daddy I had, he basically had gotten so drowned in his business that he didn't really understand. He didn't even know who he was. The thing about me is I know who I am. Yeah. And that's the power I have over people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He didn't know who he was. Who he really was was who I am. I mean, yeah. like, he, or no, I lied. Who he really wanted to be was who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, bold, confident, lit, like, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Like, people people want me to be everywhere, even though I don't want to be everywhere. People want yeah. me to be everywhere, you know, because of the energy that I bring to the building. Mm-hmm. It, it was so, so bad with him that when I would, like, hang out with him, I would feel my energy, like, sucked out of me, dog. Like, I have to rest the yeah. next day because I have to give so much energy to this man that I don't have any more energy for myself, you know? So like with him, I was always lit. So like we go out to bars and like hookah lounges and just vibe out, get like real lit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't like smoke weed, you know? But with me, he would smoke weed. Yeah. Like different things like that. Like I I would be his like good time. Like we get lit, you know? Mm -hmm. And like people want to give me money and take care of me for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have sex with anybody. Like, anybody. Now, if you choose to have sex with them and that's the relationship y'all develop, then cool, baby, to each his own. But I just needed to be clear that you don't have to have sex with no no man. You don't have to have sex with nobody to get what you want out of them. Yeah. And I hate the perception that the sugaring world has. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they always think, oh, it's just some young girl having sex with some old-ass man to get money. That's not true. Yeah. At all, you know. So I don't know, girl. I feel like all I could do is just keep trying to spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> like and help the people. You dropping understand. some gems, sis. Hmm. I said you dropping some gems because a lot of people was asking me like, 
you know, I was asking like, you know, do y'all have any questions that y'all would like to ask? And the common question was, do you got to have sex to get a sugar daddy? You know what I'm saying? And so no. I'm just like, I'm going to get that answer for you. Don't worry. <laughs> and my true, my true response to that question is no, but you have to have substance. Yeah. Some people have nothing to offer. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they feel like sex is what will lock in the bag for them. In any world, every woman should know sex does not keep a man around. Thanks. Any man. Whether that be someone you're trying to date, somebody you're trying to start a life with, anything. Sex does not keep a man around. Your sex could be A1, baby, but that's not going to keep him around. Yeah. You got to have substance. You got to bring value. Mm -hmm. If you can bring value to somebody's life, and I say that teach this in business as well, when I'm selling a product to a client, or like I was telling you how I don't do hair anymore, yeah. the, the thing with me was never loving doing hair. It was, it was loving the connection that I could build with my clients. People mm -hmm. kept coming back to me because they got more than just a hairstyle out of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got a valuable conversation that's going to make them want to do something more when they leave my chair. Mm -hmm. You know? So, like, if you can give value in any situation, you'll always be straight. You never have to do anything outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Ever. And I don't want I'm not trying to knock any sugar babies who have sex with their sugar daddies because, I mean, baby girl, if you're doing it and you're getting that check, do what you do, sis. Right. I support it. But as far as these young girls who, like, when that man wrote you how much yeah. and you're thinking you got to go fuck for some, for some dollars or something, mm -hmm. that is not it. And it's a lot. Oh, of he had there. lost me as soon, as soon as I realized what he was asking. I was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm I'm not here for this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just I weird. Like, or like yeah. one of my sugar babies recently told me. Um, one of them wrote, "What would you do if we was together, bruh?" What that sound like? Some, some a middle school conversation, right? You know, texting <laughs> late at night. What would you do if we was together? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do anything. Or, or the way you respond to something like that is, oh, if we was together, I would love for us to go to Maestro's. Or right? I'm like, yeah, I would love to be sitting across from a table with a, with a nice martini in my hand. <laughs> right. You know, you say, and that's the things that I tell people to do in conversations as well. Like, girl, I'm telling you, if you could just be in my DMs and text for just a day. <laughs> like, oh my god dash how do you do this because it's like stuff that i feel is common sense is not common sense they'd be like what kind of conversation should i have what should i say mm. and my whole thing is talk about things that you want to do talk about things that you used to talk about things that require spending money like right. that's my go-to. I'm gonna talk about something to talk about these. Let's talk about these dollars, baby. Yeah. If if the conversation dry, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like when you talk about or or um one one guy, I think I was dating him. Um when we was talking, I it was my mama's birthday. This was in May. So mm -hmm. um I was telling him how I got my mama a yacht for her birthday. Yeah. Right? Me saying that I got my mama a yacht for my for her birthday, let him know what my pockets talking about without having somebody else pay for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you need to know off the dribble how you finna have to spend money on me to truly impress me. Yeah. To truly keep me around. This is the type of shit I'm used to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you need to know this is the type of shit I'm used to. Yeah. But just me having that conversation set a tone for the type of relationship that we was gonna have. Right. You know? 
but then you, then you got girls begging for stupid shit or like i have girls who who be like um should i he's asking me for selfies should i charge him for what <laughs> what are you providing him other than a picture yeah like and it's nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with that but that is not a sugar baby that's not a sugar baby because i feel like there are different types of relationships that require those types of transactions you know what i'm saying correct mm-hmm. correct so they just don't understand and like the thing is a lot of girls do understand but it's a lot of girls that don't yeah you know a lot of girls where I literally connect the last dot missing piece for them like what what have I been doing wrong and I say it and they understand okay this is what I've been doing wrong yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or like um one thing in the group yesterday a girl sent a, a picture of her bio I'd be so proud of my girls in the group I don't even have to respond all the time because <laughs> they pay attention to the shit I be saying yeah and they'll tell somebody new like it's really like a nice welcoming community you know what I mean it's not one of them hater ass groups you know I don't do yeah. that but like um, she sent a, a picture of her bio and in her bio she mentioned she had two two jobs and was a college student. That's not appealing. Right. That you got two jobs. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about the fact that you got two jobs and a college student. No. Be a college student. You know what I'm saying? And write, write something enticing and important about yourself. Bring value. Bring interest. Yeah. But saying that you got two jobs is not cute. That sounds desperate. And they just told her that. Yeah, you know, I'm a hard-working woman. I got two jobs. Okay. That ain't what they want, baby girl. That ain't what they want. <laughs> yeah. So. So, I know we mentioned Seeking.com now as a site. Um, is SugarBaby.com still a thing? Um, um. I never liked sugardaddy.com and sugarbaby.com. I always felt like it was scam, mm-hmm. scam worthy more than anything else. And I also, um, my, okay. So my top two when it comes to straight up sugar daddy sites is um, Seeking Arrangement and Sugar Daddy Me. Now, one thing a lot of girls love to say is, oh my God, there's nothing but scammers on those sites. But I have a video on YouTube talking about how scammers target specific looking females and um, based on how their profiles and things are set up. Yeah. And basically, um, they target females who they look like they can manipulate or take advantage of. <laughs> and it is still very full of sugar daddies with real money, like real sugar daddies. I have one girl in um where's she at in new york mm-hmm. she really in new jersey but you know new york like 15 minutes away yeah i mean literally every man she meets the bare minimal for like meeting for the first time is a thousand dollars yeah like they like going out on a brunch or lunch date you know mm-hmm. so i feel with seeking you have to target areas that are um very busy very um appealing to men with money you yeah. know like when i say back in the day when i was on um in jacksonville doing it i would always run into um businessmen like i was yeah. very picky on the type of men i was dealing with and i only deal with white men um when it comes to sugar oh daddies I don't, I don't yeah i don't deal with i always say that because there's a difference in white men and black men sugar daddies black men can be very aggressive and very forward they usually always want sex yeah um 
they don't want companionship they'll try to make you their girlfriend they take just shit too far and i just don't like it so i don't really mess with them Mm -hmm. um and then uh sugar daddy meat sugar daddy meat is another one it's just it's literally just the same stuff i said about seeking it is real sugar daddy still in there but it is a lot of scammers too but the scammers always target girls who don't look like they had their shit together okay so if you present yourself what you present yourself you won't have the issues that a lot of girls have mm-hmm. you know yeah um another one is luxie the luxie app that's the app that you download on your iphone luxie is good luxie shows you to people all over the world but luxie um is very very bougie you have to post your pictures on your profile and get approved and if they approve you then you good but hell people get denied all the time yeah. your pictures have to be top tier mm-hmm. i mean quality you gotta look put together um another thing i've noticed is people be posting a lot of slutty looking pictures thinking that that's gonna get them attention yeah. when it's not it's gonna get you extra attention or prostitute attention you know and it can also get you banned from sites as well <laughs> like girl and then lastly the my favorite um, but you have to you have to know how to finesse. You have to know how to talk. It's yeah. Tinder Gold. Tinder Gold. You can choose your location to wherever you want to go. Yeah. And then you can um, match these older men or whatever. But that's not a guarantee that they are a sugar daddy or right. want to spend money on a woman, you know, because Tinder, Tinder is known for being a hookup site. Yeah. So you have to make sure you present yourself as a classy, elegant woman. And you have to um, know how to talk to a man so he knows he finna have to spend some bread on you without you straight up saying, you finna have to spend some bread on me to get my attention. You got to know how to talk, you know? <laughs> yeah. So those are my top, like, four, for sure. Okay. Well, girl, I think this conversation was very enlightening. You dropped a whole bunch of gems. Um, you got any final words that you want to give? Um, final word I will say is um, one thing I always get asked is from plus size or BBW women asking can they be sugar babies or they say really sad stuff like I'm too big or I'm too fat to be a sugar baby or da, 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 da. and that is a total misconception BBW women are very wanted <laughs> like I don't know how to really explain it um but for example okay I have a partnership coming up with a feet company like a a, a site that um basically sells foot photos or whatever mm-hmm. but the number one um paid girl on the site is a plus size woman and okay. you know how plus size women's feet are chunky chubby yeah. you know like men are really into that. It's a niche for every woman, every type of woman. Um, I also get another question from a girl who she just was like eccentric. Like she got tattoos everywhere, very pretty face, you know. Um, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But mm-hmm. you always, always want to present yourself as a classy, put together woman, no matter what. You yeah. never want to come off too strong before you have someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you always want to be crazy, sexy, cool chick. You don't want to be like one, one, oh my God, this is, this, this is my final remark. Don't catch no feelings for no sugar daddy. Don't catch no feelings for no sugar daddy. I get those messages all the time too. Like he didn't text me back and it's been two days and, and I said something crazy and now he's not responding at all. 
because he's on these sugar sites to get away from probably something as clingy as a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But girls who aren't used to getting anything fall in love with these men or fall for these men not only end up end up being manipulated, but they end up with their feelings hurt as well. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one thing. No, no feelings for no sugar daddy. <laughs> Look, I got one last question. So what mm-hmm. is the age range you think? Okay, so eighteen is eighteen is legal, but I personally say wait till you're twenty one. No, I'm talking about as far as the sugar daddy go. Wait. Oh, okay. So, um, 40 and up, period. 40 and um, up. You still got to be careful with the men in their 40s because it is hella men in their 40s who don't got their shit together. Yeah. Um, but, like, my girls in New York that's eating, their sugar daddies range between 43 and 46 okay. with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I personally stopped at, honestly, I don't even think I would go over 55. Mm. I had a 75 year old reach out to me. It's a video about this on YouTube. He <laughs> offered me $50,000, a house and a car. What? Yes, yeah, girl, in San Diego, California. But but he wanted me to be his living assistant, meaning I like, like he had a house that is, well, it's a, um, what was it? a re- Not a resort. What is it? A, a retreat, a private retreat. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a main house, a west wing, and an east wing. Mm-hmm. And he lived in like the the east wing. And I would have like lived in the main house. Yeah. And then he would have given me a new car, fifty thousand, and um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the car, the house, and fifty thousand for a year. And I wasn't with that shit. One, because I can make my own money. Um, two, you seventy five years old and white, and no disrespect, you know, just I'm not living with no seventy five year old white man. You know, that's dead as fuck. And then, um, <laughs> and then it's just like living assistant. I feel like that's implying that you want to have a sexual relationship with me. Yeah. And I'm definitely not having a sexual relationship with a 75 year old white man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Can't fade it. You know, so I feel like um, I have a lot of women too write me who be in their like 40s and late 30s. Like, um, can I be a sugar baby or is it too late? Um, the answer to that question is it's not too late because the 75 year old man knew I was 23, but he would constantly ask me like, or not constantly ask me, constantly tell me, Oh, I just wish you were like 43 instead of 23. Mm. Oh, like that was his favorite fucking thing to say. So like, it's definitely like available. It's just like finding these old ass men that's into that shit, you know? Like you were to him. Yeah. I'm, I'm granddaughter to you, sweetie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, he wanted, like, um my, my mom age, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, like I said, you definitely dropped some gems for y'all out there that are interested in living a sugar baby lifestyle. You know, take some of these notes to heart. And if you want more information or want more more of Dash, you know, you want to let them know where they can follow you or watch your videos at? Yes. Okay. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Dash Beauty XX. And it's the same on my TikTok. Um, we almost to 100,000 on TikTok. So go follow me on TikTok. Okay. okay. And, then, <laughs> and then my YouTube is Dash Beauty Factory. But if you go to my Instagram, 
Instagram. You can click the link in my bio, direct links to everything. Um, I also have created a 21-day sugar baby challenge that has been very successful and wrote a cyber sugar baby ebook on how to be a cyber sugar baby. All of that can be found in my Instagram bio, which is dadbeautyxx. Okay, and then for the, if you could email me the uh, dating site so I could put them in the show notes or the show description, that would be great. Sure, I would definitely do that, girl. I'll do it um, as soon as we hang up. Okay, and then as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you want to follow me on Instagram, if you don't already follow me, that is Kikiing with Coco. K-I-K-I-I-N-G with Coco, C-O-C-O. And I also have my website, which you can basically contact me through Instagram or through my website, but kikianwithcocopodcast.com. And you can access my Twitter and my Instagram, which both have the same name, kikianwithcoco. And I also have my I'm Black 25-8 t-shirt. So go to the website, get you a t-shirt. Super dope. Just take pride in being Black. And as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. So until next time, bye. Bye.